0: Rain brings revelation. Rain brings revelation. Have you ever found that the storms in your life, the things that you go through that are really hard, you look back on those times and you're like, wow, that is where I grew. Like that is where I discovered something new. That's where I, I really got revealed the things that, that maybe I didn't see before, but because I went through that really hard thing, I, I saw things differently and I came through it and now I'm better for it. So I'm going through something right now. Um, I'm not on the other side of it yet. <laughs> I can see the light, um, but I'm still in the dark. And what I have found these last five weeks of going through something very traumatic, um, I had a surgery five weeks ago and I ended up getting an infection, which affected my entire blood and was sent to the ER and then admitted to the hospital and was in the hospital for two days on heavy antibiotics to kill this bacteria, and then was sit home with an with a IV in my arm and um, had to be on this IV treatment, antibiotic treatment for ten days um, at my house. And these last five weeks having this surgery, I actually wasn't allowed to do anything. Literally, was just I just had to sit. And if you know anything about me, and even in my podcast, as you can learn, I'm. All about health and fitness. I'm all about moving your body. I'm all about eating healthy and getting active. And so, I live a very active life. And even when I'm not working out or when I'm not, you know, uh, you know, doing the the things, hiking with my family and all that, I'm still active. I'm still moving. I'm still doing things. And so, I rarely, rarely just sit. <laughs> and and something that I learned, the revelation that came to me during this storm. In my life of having to just sit for these last five weeks is, I've discovered so many things, and it was a choice. And that's really what I want to share with you today in this podcast. Is I will definitely share more of my story for sure of of my surgery and the things that I've gone through, and 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 there's a whole other story in that. But today I really feel led to share about sitting still. Um, there's so much power that I have learned in sitting still. And it's funny because I remember I have a a few of my close girlfriends that do a lot of yoga. They do, they love yoga and I hate yoga. (laughs) And I remember this one time I, one of my close girlfriends, she's like, okay, just do yoga with me. Just do one. And she's like, cause you really need it to relax. Like you don't chill. Like you don't just relax. So you need to do this yoga thing with me. So I remember going into the class and literally being frustrated the whole time. Like every time the teacher like would say to calm down and relax and breathe, I would be annoyed. <laughs> I would be annoyed. I'm like, what do you mean? Like I am like thinking about all these other things that I could be doing, rather than just like sitting here and breathing. Like I'm, I'm annoyed that you're asking me just to sit here and breathe. Like I feel like I'm doing nothing with my life right now. Um, and it's just something that like I just could not sit still. So, the revelation that I received these five weeks is how actually truly important it is to be still. But here's the thing that I learned yes, it's one thing to be still, but it's a whole nother thing to make a choice when you're being still. And the choice is I could be back in that yoga class and be frustrated and annoyed that I'm sitting here and someone's telling me to be still and breathe. Or the other choice is, what can I learn in this being still moment? What are the things that I can learn about my body, about my mind? What are the things that I can allow my thoughts to, to meditate on? What are the things that I can you know, pull out from this quiet time of just being still and hearing my voice and God's voice and that's it? And it was in the first week, I was telling my husband this actually. I said, you know, the first week of just literally being in a recliner's chair and just sitting, um, I was annoyed. I was annoyed and I was frustrated and I was irritated and I was and I was angry. I, I'm just like, I I hate this. <laughs> like I absolutely hate this. And and I'm also I, I hate being served. I love serving, but I hate being served. Um I like to go and serve others. And so Having to ask for help all the time, I was just so annoyed. Um, maybe you can really, I think women, I think especially women, were were so about other people, right? Our kids, our family, that we don't. I mean, it's kind of a problem. We don't take time for ourselves. Um, and I, and I'm all about other people and serving women and all that. So it was so hard for me just to be like, oh, "Can someone bring me a glass of water?" Like it was just, you know, hard. And I remember my second week. My second week of just having to be still, I'm like, you know what, Natalie, this is a choice. You're going to have to sit here for a few more weeks like, to heal. So you can be irritated and frustrated and be annoyed that you have to ask for help, or you can just rest in this. And what can you learn? In this rain, in this storm, in the, in the, in the hard knocks, in the, in the pain that you have right now, what can you learn? What can you take from this place that can grow you to when you are healed and when you can go back to being active again? What are the things that you're going to take with you when you're back to being healthy again? And something that I learned in these five weeks, literally today marks five weeks of me literally sitting, I have not worked out, I have not even been able to take a walk in five weeks. And... Something that really was revealed to me was in the hospital. So I came back home from the hospital last week. I was in the hospital, like I said, for two full days. And it was probably the most loneliest, one of the most scariest, um, one of the most hardest things I've ever gone through emotionally, physically, spiritually. Um, Because of COVID, my husband couldn't wait with me in the ER waiting room. Um He could finally visit me when I was admitted, um, and he did bring me you know coffee and some pancakes and stuff. Of course, my pancakes. If you don't know me, you're going to know like I'm a pancake freak, so I could not do the hospital food. He's like, "I'm bringing your pancakes." He's the best. But there was a moment where he left. He came in the morning and he dropped me off some pancakes, and I was sitting there, sitting there once again, right? Now it's four weeks into just sitting, but now I'm not sitting in my house, I'm sitting in the hospital room. And I'm sitting there. And all of a sudden just start bawling. I mean, I just start bawling my eyes out. And I finally just let it, let it out. Like all the things that I was feeling and just the emotion, the, the the agony, the pain, the just all the things that I've gone through in these last four weeks that never should have happened that happened. And like I said, I will share my story at another point, but I want to share with you about the rain and the revelation that I got, because I want this to help you. Because I think that, especially during COVID, a lot of us had to sit, right? A lot of us couldn't be as active as we wanted to be. We couldn't go and do the things we were we were cut off from our life. Like we were cut off from our our routine, our schedule, the things that we that we love to do, the things, you know, seeing friends, going out with friends, going on vacations, having our kids be in school, being able to go to the gym, you know, being able to go and live the life that we were accustomed to. It was all cut off when we were now stuck at home. And it's, it's interesting, you know, a lot of things were revealed to me in, in that moment, but there was something super crazy about this season for me of just sitting still. It wasn't that I was just cut off from my life. It was like, I was literally like glued to a chair and sitting there only with my thoughts. And while I was sitting there in the hospital room and I was thinking about these last few weeks and I was thinking about the things that I've gone through, but I was thinking about the COVID times and I was thinking about all the people that got cut off from the things in their life, got cut off from you know, just that normal routine. And did, did some of us learn something from it? Or did we just like be frustrated and angry and didn't really take anything from that experience? So I sat there after crying my eyes out, put my hand over my heart. I said, all right, God, what are you trying to reveal to me in this time? And it was a moment where I was like, man, If I had just asked that in the beginning, like every single thing we go through, we can learn something, but especially in the hard times. In those hard times is where we actually grow. I can look back on so many things in my life, and it wasn't in the rainbows of life that I learned things. It was in the hard things that I learned a little bit more about myself. And, and one thing I will tell you, I told my husband, I said, one thing I learned about myself for sure, I'm a freaking badass. Because <laughs> the pain that I've gone through, you would be like, what in the world? Um, but the second thing, the second thing I really want to hone in here and help you on is this, the power of your mind and the power of asking the right questions in the hard times. When I finally asked God, like, what do you want to show me? What do you want to teach me? And how can, I, how can I be better from going through this experience? And then how can I help others? How can I be better? How can I grow through this experience? But then how can I help others? How can I be a light to other people in going through this hard time? And this is where I want to kind of rest on and end with you on is this. There is power in being still there is actually a lot of power in being still because in the rain comes revelation, but you have to choose to see it. And that is what I learned. It's not just about being in yoga class and having your instructor tell you to be still and then just choosing to be frustrated. It's about going to a yoga class and allowing and choosing to say, I'm going to rest in this moment and allow my mind to be at rest allow my body to be at rest and then what am i going to what am i going to gain from this being still moment how can i how can i be truly at peace and at rest and not being so frustrated and 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 tightened up with the things of life and something that i learned is this the power of being still is choosing is choosing to fix my mind on what i want to take from that and something that I learned is this: our bodies are a machine, our mind is a machine, and our mind goes where we tell it to go. Right? It's if we put it into stress mode, it's going to constantly be stressed. And whether that's you know good stress, you know good stress is going to the gym. That's a good stress, it's still a stress. So when we are sitting still, when we're putting our mind at, in, in a still mode, you allow yourself to say, hey, I'm here to be still. What can I learn? And I want, to tell, I, want to, I want to share with you something that I learned. Now, hopefully you don't have to go through what I've gone through of just sitting still for five weeks. <laughs> but what I've learned is this. I'm going to take an hour a day. I wrote this down. When I am healthy, I will always take an hour of day, and I will choose to be still in the moment and allow myself to just be still, not frustrated, but to just be still. And in the stillness, I'm going to choose to allow God to speak to me, to allow myself to speak to me, to allow those the the calmness to take over. And here is what is so crazy, so crazy. Through being still, I'm healthier. I'm getting healthier, like crazy healthier. And I know that because of my digestive system, it's not all messed up like it used to be. Um, I'm having like a regular menstrual cycle, which I haven't had for a couple of years. I'm finally getting like a regular menstrual cycle. So here's what I'm learning already that's being revealed to me is when you're still, you're telling your, you're telling your body, when you rest your mind, you're telling your body, we're okay. It's all going to be okay all of a sudden this like calmness comes in your body. And it's, it's like your mind tells your body, Hey, you're safe. You are safe. And I was telling my doctor this yesterday. I said, it's so, cause he said, wow, your body is healing just from coming out of the hospital. Like your body is rapidly healing. I said, this is going to sound so weird to you. I said, I know that there's things that happened in the hospital that helped me get better, but I also told my body you're safe we are calm and we are safe you can you can go ahead and heal cuz we're safe i said it's weird like i'm how we have to tell ourselves that and i said i don't think i ever really quite learned that or even knew that was even important until i get, until i went through this and then um, i saw my doctor i said i think that people going through the covid they they started to get you know obviously their their life was you know cut off from their routines and all of that i said but the other thing is they got people who started to get scared which put their body which put maybe your body into a stress mode and so your body and your mind are now like we're not safe and so all of these issues depression arose maybe maybe your digestive system got messed up your gut is your second brain so it's like your your gut gets messed up maybe i had a girlfriend of mine she lost her menstrual cycle during all this stress with covid because you you put yourself in yeah you may be still yeah you may not be able to go to the gym as much as you are and you're just stuck at home but you're in stress mode because your mind has told your body it isn't good this isn't good this isn't good so the body so the mind the body goes where the mind tells it and so you've put your body into this stress mode, even though you're not as active as you were. But if you were to come and be still and choose to tell your body, hey, we're good, be calm. It's going to be okay. All of a sudden, in that still moment and in that quiet time that you've laid aside for your day, you're now telling your body, it's okay. And all of a sudden, this peace and calmness comes over your body, and you all of a sudden start to feel better. So, I share all this to tell you that I want to give you some homework to try right now. And that is to take time an hour a day, one hour. And if that sounds too much, try 30 minutes. And if that sounds too much, take 15, whatever you got to start with, maybe five minutes. Start taking time, but work your way up to one hour. Because my research that I've done, is one hour is what you need for true calmness of your entire body and how much power it is. Because now that I've learned, I will always do this because there is so much power in being still and choosing your mind to be still. So I want to encourage you to take one hour a day and allow yourself to be still, to be calm and be at peace. And watch the worries of the world fade. And that you, I encourage you to do it in the morning because your day begins with you being at peace. And then that means that anything that comes at you, you've already set the tone for, I'm good. And I'm not going to allow the rain of life, the storms to come in and, and shake me. I'm going to allow it to make me. I'm going to allow it to make me. I'm going to allow it to grow me. I'm choosing to allow myself to learn from those things, not to let it break me. And so I really encourage you to take that time and to truly be at peace and choosing your mind to to calm your body so that you can walk through this life and not have the storms break you, but have them make you.